0: We make the world go round.
1: Hello, Now It's great uh, to have you join us on today's episode of uh, Spot Orbit right here on uh, the Leadership uh, Podcast uh, studio. You can always get to follow us uh, on our previous episode, on our subsequent episode on podcast.leadership.ng. The edition today, I also have with me the spot editor of uh, the Leadership newspaper in person of Usman uh, Salifu. It's great uh, to have you join us once again.
0: Perhaps your listener is good to be back on the show again <laughs>
1: Okay, on today's uh, program, we are going to be talking about uh, a whole lot of uh, regards uh, uh, the sport uh, uh, development in FCT and also we are going to be talking about uh, the friendly match uh, the Super Eagles of Nigeria played against uh, Mexico also uh, work for this Iron One of a Nigerian you know, heavyweight uh, striker that will also be in the package uh, today and also we heard uh, news came in that Crystal Palace are also appointed as that is talking about uh, Patrick Avira as their new boss. So there is a whole uh, lot uh, on uh, the menu for today's show. Why not uh, sit back uh, and come and enjoy with us on this uh, 30 minutes of undiluted uh, sport uh, uh, stories that we'll be dishing out uh, to you. So we'll go uh, straight uh, to our first uh, topic uh, which is uh, acute shortage of sport officers. Heat FCT that is talking about uh, uh, the nation's capital as uh, cleaners had been converted uh, to sport uh, association as uh, secretary. Uh, this is actually you no know, news, actually you no know, coming out uh, from the FCT Sports Council and that uh, they have a shortage of uh, sport officers and that a particular one. Does this speak well of uh, uh, the current uh, development of sport in the nation's capital? Generally looking at uh, at the last outing at. Uh, uh, the Edo uh, games I was talking about at the National Sports Festival. How does it affect the level of sport uh, development in the nation's capital? Sorry,
0: you have said it all. All yes, this this program has been there for years. Oh. This uh, inefficient lack of lack of adequate sport personnel in the city has been there for a very long time. But unfortunately, subsequent uh, successful sport ad- successful in the FCT don't pay much attention to sport. Mm. They didn't see sport as a major priority. Apart from the role that the sport play in uniting the country, and also uh, and also a huge employment, a huge employment for the youth. But the subsequent sport administration in the uh, sport, uh, and FCT government mm. never pay attention to sport to sports in the FCT. Mm. If you look at FCT at the moment based on the feedback we are getting from the uh, FCT F- C- Sport Council, mm. only level mm. out of 77 staff they mm. have at the Sport Council, only 8.5% are sport officials. Mm. And this is the, the, the department that is responsible to manage the sport development of, uh, in, in FCT. F- and out of 77 staff, only 8.5% of the staff are just uh, qualified sport officials. And not even the sport officials that they are talking about, these are the cleaners that were converted to officials during the tenure of the and it around, is around two thousand and five to 2006. But till today, mm. till to today, no effort has been made mm. to re- to recruit. Success another sport official that will mount the sporting association. and remember don't forget that these sport officials are responsible to manage all the various sport, all the sports various sports associations in the mm. Talking of the football, mm. athletic, basketball, naming all the sport, all the sport associations. But if those people who are key officials who are supposed to manage the sport who are supposed to manage the association and the, the various sports, are not there, how do you expect sport development in city How do you expect sport development in fct And that is why awful and awful FCT keep on performing woefully when it comes to these competitions. Looking at
1: the, at the FCT contingent uh, to uh, the 2020 uh, games that uh, had ended in April, early April, in that particular one, about uh, 20, 230 athletes and 27 officials actually you know, participated in that particular game and they were able to win just uh, six gold medals, uh, about uh, 15 uh, silver medals and also about uh, 16 uh, bronze medals, making it a total of uh, 37. And they are placed on at uh, the sixteenth position, and on the log, uh, that's, if t- that's talking about the final of Meras table. Does it mean the lack of a good number of staff has actually you no know, uh, affected that level of performance at the two games? The,
0: the, if you look at the result, the res- if you look at the result, mm. it is clear. Okay, if you, okay, look at the, the scenario. You just you just insisted that out, mm. out of out of uh, City that went mm. to the game, out of two hundred and thirty, yeah, out of two hundred mm-hmm out of 230 athletes Mm. and 27 officials okay out of these 20 athletes that went to the game only 14 coaches
1: Mm.
0: we have 200 230 athletes to be managed by just 14 coaches and even those coaches were volunteers Mm. they were not even the staff they were just volunteer to volunteer to follow FCT they were just a volunteer that follow FCT to the game okay and you went to the game we competed in a ourselves, and only all the sports officials don't have secretary, or the sport you don't have secretary. Remember, the secretary are responsible to manage the activities of the sport, of the situation, mm. how the events will be coordinated, and everything will So you don't have anybody, if you don't have those no sports who to coordinate all this, how do you expect that the, the athlete will be able to even perform well? So F, FCT, in fact, it is really, it is really disheartening that FCT government often and often don't pay attention. If you look at what's around, Apart from the federal government facilities that are based in F-C-T- of the FCT, God of that FCT is the host to, the, the, to Nigerian capital. It hosts to the Nigerian government. Apart from the federal facility, FCT on their own don't have a facility. Oh. The only facility owned by the FCT is the old parade Grant. When to go to the old Grant today, it's a sorry state.
1: Hmm. A very story state indeed. Uh, I know that we have big multinationals in the nation's capital. I feel uh, if they can be able to you know, partner with them and uh, and ensure that uh, the all hands are uh, all hands are being you know uh, all hands are being on deck for them to be able to develop sports. Yeah. I feel we have the talent, we have the potentials uh, that can actually you know put the FCT in the, in the world map when it comes out to sport. Uh, uh, when it comes to sports generally in the world, the
0: talent, the, ta- the the talent are there, but FCT go. If you look at all the, all the major neighborhoods mm. who are supposed to be the sport for sports centers are being converted to, a, to residential areas. Mm. All the neighborhoods that are supposed to have a sports center, mm. sports center for, for, for kids to train, all of them have been converted. Okay, if you, if you look at all the schools in the city, all the schools in the City don't even have sports sport, sport facilities. Go to the local government, or mm. the six major area council, there's no sports facility, facility. And, and, and beside this facility, mm. if you talk about the, even the staff. Staff the it's not to even their to the sport, the, sport the FCT
1: in FCT, not there. Is it that there's no political will uh, on the part of the government, that's talking about uh, the FCT administration? Because we know due to the fact that uh, even even the last uh, national sporting festival that was hosted uh, in FCT, that's talking about 2018, uh, report has it that uh, uh, the FCT athletes were not even given enough uh, uh, preparation in terms of. Uh, in terms of um, welfare they were not giving enough welfare and all that so does it mean that there is no political will in the side of the SCT administration to ensure that uh, uh, the nation's capital in terms of sport development they are first start uh, to reckon with uh, compared to states like uh, uh, delta state like edo state uh, in nigeria
0: in in edo game why the delta state were rewarded athlete 1 million for a gold medal FC mm. were rewarded an athlete for 100000 for a gold medal See the comparison, okay? And apart from that, we are, we are, we are in this FCT. We are, are living in FCT. We are covering the FCT. Mm. When last did FCT have a mini sport competition in FCT? The last mini mini sport mini sport festival in FCT was in 2018. Mm. That's almost 13 years back. Since then, there have never been a mini sport competition. You know, remember, in most most of this, like you, it is your mini in your mini competitions that you use that avenue to select athletes. But FCT over the years have never even have any mini competition within the FCT. All the government, in fact, like the government in FCT don't, don't see sport as a sector to invest in.
1: Of course, uh, sport is a big business. Uh, that if we actually you know tapping into uh, those potentials, there is a whole lot uh, uh, to gain. And talk, uh, talking about uh, uh, the government and talking about uh, the players themselves, there is a whole lot for me to actually you know gain the, in that the particular. The current FCT
0: minister don't even have any interest for sport at all. He has never shown any concern to sport development, and that is why. Remember, there was even, even thank God, if not for Swan, mm. the FCT uh, old paradigm was to be converted for cow. Uh, where they're supposed to come and, if they arrested cow from from the city they come and keep them on, on the mm. on, on the football pitch in the other mm. uh the hotel ah. the ground. it takes the swan mm. to begin the fight before they were able to move that cow from the open ground
1: too bad at this point in time we need all hands to be on deck and ensure that uh, the nation's capital uh, gets uh, enough support uh, towards our uh, sport development uh, for the teaming youth and also uh for uh those who are actually you know, in uh, in the sector for development of sports in uh the nation's uh, capital uh, away from our uh, nation's capital right about now we head straight uh, uh to the nigerian limping committee where they have sector uh, that are set to hold uh, the noc media seminar for sports uh, journalists uh, in lagos uh, this will actually you know, come up at uh tuesday uh, july uh, to 7th of uh, July as uh, to, to 7th of July in Lagos in that particular one the team of uh, uh, the the seminar is reporting compelling story, story ideas and providing solutions to a halting award. We just know that uh, the Olympics is just uh, a few weeks from now and the NOC are trying to set up a media uh, seminar for sport journalists. How will this help uh, sport journalists ahead of uh, the o- o- Olympics?
0: Yeah, it is it is a good development. You know, sport of uh, you know, everybody needs uh, often and often you need to be to refresh to refresh your memory. You can't you can't claim to know it all. Mm. Okay, that's why you okay, I mean sport you, you, you can't say okay, I'm in reporting sport for a very for years. But things even if things keep on changing this and this, the rule of even the, the, the sport rule and revolution keep changing rule and so you need to be abreast with this. The yeah, new things that have been, new rule, new development that have been coming on in the sport So it's a good one. If you know it's coming up to train the junior and to refresh their memory about sports reporting. It's a good development.
1: Mm. It is actually a good uh, development. Let's see how that uh, actually you no know, get your pants out uh, for uh, sports uh, journalists. Now uh, we move straight out to football. We're talking about football now. Where the home base Super Eagles are who were defeated uh, by Mexico 4-0 in uh, the U.S. on early hours of, on Sunday. We actually you will know, take on New Zealand in another international uh, friendly. This is coming from uh, the media officer of the Super Eagles, talking about, uh, about Femi Raji and that uh, particular one. What do you make of First of all, let's get your reaction about uh, uh, the 4-0 trashing. Uh, of the Super Eagles in the hands of uh, the Mexicans, uh, what is your reaction? Do you think uh, it was a good outing uh, for the home-based Eagles, uh, or this is an experience for them uh, to learn ahead of uh, subsequent uh, matches?
0: Yeah, it is a yeah. Well, we lost that much heavy. It was a heavy defeat for Nigeria team, and if it was if it was the match you really, discover that we did would play well. There Was no any clear cut chance. couldn't create any situation, any signs throughout the game, and that's why, that's why that the players is like, they were afraid. I don't even know what is their problem. They couldn't, they, they, they could control to command the game at all to take the game to the Mexican. It was the Mexican that dominated from the dominated the match from the blast of the whistle to the end. So definitely clear culture, chance. But why one? Well, even as I, I still commend the Nigeria Football Federation to come with another, another idea again to play another another friendly. Within. So this this more friendly will boost the will boost the confidence of those players and it's a good development. If they can, if they can within another three months and another, another friendly match for them, it will boost their confidence and it's a good one. Of course, no, no, uh, we standing in a heavy defeat, basically.
1: Of, of course, uh, we saw that uh, the Eagles went down to zero in the first half, and and after the after the restart of uh, the second half, we thought uh, that were going to you know bounce back, uh, but. Uh, Uh, The Mexicans ensure that uh, Nigeria didn't actually get a goal in that uh, particular one. So it means that uh, out of the three friendly matches we have played, we have we have lost two and we have drawn one. At that which was uh, against uh, the double header international friendly match against uh, Cameroon that was played in Austria in that particular one. But looking at uh, the the NFF now getting you know uh, to want to host. uh, uh, to to want uh, hold the home based eagle play at New Zealand. Do you think is a you know, is a world well competitive country that we can actually you know test the strength of the home players?
0: Yeah, yeah, New Zealand. New Zealand, they are either, either by name, they are strong or they are not strong. But it's mm. also a good to you. It's also a good no matter the level, no matter the the, particular, the particular of the nations. Mm. It is a good test mm. for the team. Keep on playing, and then you try you use that match to also. Remember, remember that they are using to test to test the the, mm-hmm. the capacity of the home base, play, home base players. So it's an opportunity, and even the, that also gives a an opportunity. Okay, those are the players against the Mexican, either to draw in, to bring in new players, and also to bring in. So those who perform well, remove and sort remove and inject another new players to the team, and that will make them the, give them enough opportunity to assess, keep on assess the home base players, and who and who can make up the supply Ego team. It's a good development. This alone is not a small team. Mm. It's not a small team.
1: Looking at the 4-0 defeat, does this speak a volume it, about the MPFL?
0: You know you, you know, I, I know for sure that some people now so even even, even the, uh, about some,
1: the quality of the MPFL.
0: Some people some some people now say, okay, uh, the general has been dictated that he stand against the hmm. he stand against the against, against, against the home base players. Okay. They, they are not. They the only. The only thing I am not. I'm not comfortable with is that the Nigeria Football Federation knows that this match is coming up. Mm. Okay. They only. The team only have. The team that has never been together. They have never been together in their life. Mm. They have never been played together in their life. You only have seven days to draw. To draw for one week. Mm. One week was not enough for a team to blend together. Mm. A team that has never been together to blend together and, go and play a team like Mexico. Now. The, the, the disadvantage about this result of the match is that this has confirmed the magical dominance against Nigeria. So for, 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 for the six game we have played against them, they have won six. While we only dropped three, we have never won against them, we have never win against them. That is one, this is a statistic that I'm not confident because it is an you like it or not, it is a statistic that will keep on cutting against you. Before
1: we move to our next topic, uh, do you think if it was uh, to be the Super Eagles A team, uh, do you believe that uh, the Mexicans should not have, you know, defeated Nigeria? This is coming from some quarters. Do you think that our uh, A team can actually, you know, uh, defeat uh, these uh, particular Mexicans that you saw uh, in that uh, friendly
0: match? If you watch that match, you win it. Mm? Mm. If it is for super main maintain with all our stars assemble for that match, mm. the Mexicans would have easy run way they have The way they, they, they have it free. Mm. They have they have it free against against the home base player. Mm-hmm. If it's the Super Ego main team, have all our stars, have uh, Victor Sim in the front, have a uh, Sukui in the form, and they have uh, the line, have a uh, Winfrey in the in the holding mid, midfield, and have all the all our back for all our back for inside. Like, the men's would have rather free the free the free operation. They have to, they have operation. They operate against against the the home base team on Sunday.
1: Of course, uh, the Super Eagles should have uh, played a lot. Talking about the Super Eagles A-team, should have played uh, better against uh, the Mexicans in that uh, particular family where uh, we lost uh, 4-0 in that uh, particular one. we move away from the Super Eagles. We are still talking about uh, one player who is also a A-team when it comes to, to the Super Eagles. Talking about uh, Paul Onacho, uh, we are Rumors actually know has it that uh, Watford, uh, actually, you know getting uh, to bring that man into uh, the English Premiership uh, for him to sign uh, for uh, the club. We understand that a gang are ready to place about uh, twenty million pounds for this particular man that scored about thirty-five goals uh, for Ganga uh, in all seasons. That is talking about uh, the Belgian league uh, last season. Do you think uh, Paulo or Nacho are uh, going to what for? will actually bring a turnaround into his career and also to give a lifeline for his place at the upcoming 2022 AFCON. Uh, uh, Talking about uh, uh, the African Cup of Nations in Cameroon, does it speak to volume for him to actually to join the
0: Yes. You know, we we, we talked about this issue last week. And if I see Paul Ashok moving to the Premier League, I'll be, I'll be very grateful. I'll be very appreciative of that. That is it will be a, a very good way. He need to go and play in the league where he can improve his game. Yes, in Ebenzoan where he are, he's doing well, but you we can't compare the standard of the Benjamin league to the Premier League. So if he get to if he get if he get to the uh, to the Premier League, that will give him an opportunity to also explore and explore and show himself and more, more even more bigger things can also come on his way. But my only fear is that will we be able to cop out twenty million pound tag that I was already placed on him by the games. So that is another problem. That is one thing I'm looking at me. A stopping block. Of
1: course they Will have the they be the willing money.
0: to cap out that 20 million pound. Of course they have the, the money. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they have the money and
1: the legs of. Uh uh, the likes of uh, Trust Econ is there. Yes. Also, Emmanuel uh, Denis uh, Bonaventure has already signed for Watford. Yes. So, I feel uh, uh, those guys can actually you know, uh, bring in, you know, they're just coming from uh, the relegation. or don't want uh, to get players that, will ins- to, to, that, will, that will want to ensure them to stay in English Premiership uh, for a very, very long time. So, I feel if they really want to, you know, uh, get uh, the signature of, of Paul actually, I don't see 20 million. Pounds as a stumbling block uh, for uh, the Watford
0: going If player. I should encourage the uh, Watford should go all out, bring out the money and get this player. Because Paul has, he has the height, mm-hmm. he has the strength, he has the stamina to, to, to match the defence in the Premier League. Okay. So it's a good one. If they should go all out. If they really want to succeed in the Premier League, they should go all out and mm-hmm. get him. Whatever it costs them to get him, get him because he's going mm-hmm. to deliver. There's no, there's no doubt about that one.
1: Of course, Watford, you have heard it that uh, Paul Onacho is going uh, to uh, deliver in that uh, uh, particular uh, one. Having been you know, getting to sign him from uh, the Belgian League to uh, the English Premiership, expect, uh uh should we say we should expect uh, about uh, 20 plus goals uh, for, for Paul Onacho when he gets to sign for uh, Watford? The, the, uh,
0: what if he's got... He, yeah, he, he can score twenty. He can score twenty Premier League goals if you have the if you have the chance to play. Of course, but he can actually score. Paul I'm not, sure he's mm. not somebody who is signed away from you. Mm. Even when he even when in the national team, he, that the luck has not been on his side, and people have people have been to play. sure his his uh, capability that he can play at the national team he cannot play. Mm. But you can see what he, he did in, in his last two matches. Of course, uh,
1: he has that it the is, quality. It was to his goal that separated us
0: against yeah, Bene, in Bene. Of Benet. course, we saw his performance uh, during oh. qualifiers, the oh,
1: African yeah. qualifiers. Uh, and I'm hopeful to see him, you know, uh, getting to be in, in, in good shape, going into uh, the half court. And I'm not, and I, and I,
0: and I'm not sure that I'm, I'm pleased about this movement. If he came, then that, that would definitely make now have almost four players in the World War, Of yes. course. In the, in the World War team. And that would be a strong one. It would be, be an advantage for the Nigerian team.
1: Of course, no doubt about it. It's going to be an advantage for the Nigerian team. Still talking about news from England right about now. Uh, one man uh, who... Uh, who, who is Arsenal legend? Yes, I can still call him an Arsenal legend. I was talking about uh, Patrick Vieira. It's not has... like
0: you can still call; it's an Arsenal legend. <laughs> he has he he has played his deal at, at Arsenal level.
1: At this point in time, he has joined forces uh, with a uh, Priester Palace, and he's going to be the next uh, uh, manager. Uh, for at uh, the North uh, London club. Now it's going to be a Debbie anytime Arsenal is playing at Crystal Palace. Debbie is a North London Debbie at this point in time. Now, do you think it's a good move for Patrick Vieira? We know he has been in the, prem- in the English Premiership uh, for a good 10 years. He played for Arsenal for a good 10 years and is coming back now to coach a certain uh, Crystal Palace. Do you think he had what he did no, to bring Crystal Palace up? So the team that will be recognised uh, in talking about uh, top eight or top seven in the English Premier League,
0: you know, you know when he first when he, after after playing almost twelve years for Arsenal, once was the, the the best moment, the best era of Arsenal team. Mm. So he went to Juventus and then from Juventus to Inter Milan. Then he came back to Man City, mm. play one season mm. and then become other mm. as an apprentice coach mm. coaching the academy. Then after that he went to New York. Mm. Mm. After the New York, he came back to Nice. Mm. In his first season in the Nice, mm. he moved Nice a step forward in the top, uh, finished and among the top eight. And the second season, he qualified them for the Europa League. Mm. That is to I'm trying to give you the pedigree of, 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 of his coaching career, how he has been able to do well, mm. so qualify them for, for. Uh, for Europa League, Europa League. You know, in nice this in the France is not a very strong team, but he was able to manage the team and then get them in Europa League quality. Now he's coming to the Premier League where he is a familiar environment. Like I said London is a familiar environment for uh So coming to the all in this, and if you look at the uh, uh, Crystal Palace, last season they didn't do badly. Eh? And they have some good, 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 good player. So what they need, they bring him and they give him some additional money to buy new more players today to buy new and add more some new players. I think they will be good to go. Hmm. But I'm only, I I, I, I wanted him to have, Arsenal have to have look at the way of what is have for years. I don't know what they will be waiting for now. It's Christopher last, I'm thinking about But I see him coming coming to Costa National very soon. He's coming, he's coming closer.
1: Of course, uh, we know that uh, Crystal Palace has uh, quality players, uh, yeah. the likes of Rufet uh, Saha, uh, the likes of uh, the Ayub Brothers, yeah, and all that. Uh, I, I feel. Not forgetting the EZ. EZ also is also there, old man Izzy is EZ. So, so. I, I think uh, he's going to do uh, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, because uh, we know it's it's kind of caliber when it comes. He has the experience, yes. right? Experience. He has gone. He has, he has coached France. Uh, he has coached some other club. You no, know, uh, getting you know uh, for him uh, to get to coach Crystal Palace at this point in time. And uh, for me, it's going to be a big deal. The league will be more competitive. We have saw the likes of uh, Rafael Benitez going to Everton. We have saw we have seen the likes of new experience. uh Santos. I talking about him getting you know to coach. Uh, at this point in time. So I feel it's going to be a whole lot of fireworks uh, come at uh, the start of uh, the next season. I was talking about the 2021-2022 season. So we we'll just wait and see how uh, those actually you know, get uh, to pounce out in that uh, particular uh, uh, one. So we'll go to our next story. We're talking about a uh, Liverpool star right about now. I'm talking about uh, uh, Mo Salah, uh, that at this point in time is inching. is actually yearning to join uh, the Egyptian national under 23 team uh, to uh, the Olympic Games. Do you think that it's high time for him to join the team? Is he, is he sure that he's going to win had a good medal for? Uh, this
0: point, yeah, the, the young man wanted to go but the, the Liverpool have shut door against him oh. the Liverpool have refused to release him for the Egyptian team the Egyptian team wanted to have him as one of their uh, uh, over uh, age players, the players yes. and the players in wanted, question wanted to represent his country at the Olympic wanted to have him to play at the Olympic level but the because, uh, the clubs are not under any ob- obligation to release player for the Olympic game oh. so that has come against him and the club we're not willing to release it. But one thing I'm not confident because I don't know sometimes the player, the club starting against their players who wanted to represent their country. I don't know why the players always if it, at, at the moment the club is off-season. This is this is off-season off, off and they'll be going for for a precision tour. So precision tour is not a serious game that you can even either either Salah participated in pre-season or participation, you already know what he can do. So why not allow a young man to go and represent his country for the Olympics, at the Olympics? But the clubs have said no, and they, they have their the reasons, and the best is that they, they are afraid that Zero goal is to go down, to the Olympics and pick him because of injury or whatever. But the thing is that since the young man wanted to go... Remember this uh, in 2016, hmm. Hmm? and sometimes players always are afraid of taking the decisions against their club. If you remember, in 2016, Mikkel wanted to go to the Olympic. Yeah. He was so passionate that he wanted to go and represent Nigeria at the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, the South-Sixie coach then, uh, Conte. Yeah. Conte said, said no, that Mikkel's should no go. But Mikkel against the constitution, went ahead and represented Nigeria at the Olympics, which he helped Nigeria to win a, a Super Bowl. Yeah. And that counted against Mikkel. If yeah. you look at throughout the Conte's era, eh, yeah. Mikkel was sitting on the bench, because, not that he was not good to play, because he went against the decision of the coach and not to go to the Olympics. paid that, paid dearly for representing the country, paid that price for the, paid dearly for representing Nigeria at the But I, he didn't regret it, but that's why that's affected him at the, at the Celsius.
1: Of course, no doubt about it. Everybody wants to actually, you know, uh, actually, you know, get to represent their country, get to, you know, their country at international uh, tournament at this point in time. Salah, you know, getting, I uh, want to go for the Olympics. I think uh, uh, the coach should just allow him to you know, represent Egypt because the Egyptians, we actually need the services uh, to ensure that them also get to you know, win uh, the gold medal. Since uh, Nigeria will not be you know, participating in that event, so we are sure that uh, as Africans, we should support uh, our own representative Africans. at uh, the Tokyo Olympics. Again, so away from football right now, before we end the show, we go straight out uh, to Teneza, where uh, Dovak logovic and uh, Federa are uh, actually you know, uh, true to the next round of uh, uh, the Wimbledon Open right there in Australia, as is going, going on in that particular one. Uh, world number one, Djokovic is a sixth Wimbledon title, recording equality, equaling uh, 20 major uh, titles. Uh, when he actually you no know, qualify uh, for the next uh, round, do you think uh, the likes of Nokovic uh, and also Roger Federer can actually you no know, get to win uh, this uh, Open title? Uh, do you think? Do you see them meeting at the finals, or do you see them meeting uh, at the semi or the quarterfinals?
0: Yeah, they'll be likely meeting at the final, you know, if you look at, if you look at this uh, Roger Federer, yes, yeah, because, uh, yeah, he just came back from the injury and that is, he, if you watch his mask, that is all, all he's, he's showing in his game. So I don't think he may, he, may, he, may, he may find it difficult to reach the final. But let's see how it goes. Jacobi, is any day, that is his, his chance. Jacobi, any it? Of okay. course.
1: No, no doubt about it. We know that uh, Jacobi and uh, Roger Federer are uh, one of the experienced... Uh, long tennis players we have seen in the world and also with the likes of uh, Rafael Nadal and also Andy Murray has been there are doing a whole lot uh, we saw just uh, uh late last week uh, sorry, that Williams was sent back in also Venus Williams also was sent back in so uh, we should expect uh, a whole lot of fireworks in that uh, particular competition the underdogs are getting to show themselves that yes they can actually be upset uh, at the big boys in, in that particular uh, tournament uh, so I feel uh, we should expect uh, much watering clashes uh, in uh, the ongoing uh, Wimbledon Open right there in Australia. Uh, any final comment? Uh- of, 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 of course, uh, we are going to be talking about, uh, before we go on the show, we are going to be talking about uh, the Euro 2020. Uh, we saw over the weekend uh, that, that the likes of uh, Belgium, the likes of Czech Republic uh, were sent uh, parking. Ukraine also was sent parking. Switzerland also was sent parking in that uh, particular one, uh, which also set up a titanic uh, semi-final clash uh, between uh, Italy and Spain. And also Denmark, we said uh, we'll be looking up to upset uh, England, uh, where the battle at the Wembley Stadium. First of all, let's just get your reaction about what went down at the quarterfinals. Was there any surprise uh, for you when you actually saw the result uh, of 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 the
0: matches that was played over the weekend? The surprise that I was, I was hoping that uh, the Belgium would survive the, would survive the Italians. But unfortunately, they could surprise you. And if, if, if you look at this standard, Denmark is a surprise package so far. They are, those guys are out to do something. And the England should watch out for them. England should not say it is here, is over for them yet? Yes, they have been, they have done well so far, but they should watch out for Denmark in the semi-final matches. So, two by two, they will see what will happen. Mm. So, but this now, if you look at the the the, 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 the boys now is now between Spain and Italy, mm. Denmark versus uh, mm. England. So, if England forever reach the final. Home, this the final will be likely be between on paper between England and Italy mm. because if you look at it at the moment, if you look at it based on their performance so far and mm. based on their one to one on one record, so you can see that Italy will have an edge against Spain. Mm. But this is football, you can never see it until it is over. Awesome. So Spain can come out to surprise. But if you look at it, England, mm. Italy is favored to win the semi final match against Spain, of course. At the same time, England has and has it is able to win the demand, but it is not. It is not on paper. Mm. It's what will happen within the 90 minutes on the on the pitch. Of course,
1: uh, according to the performance of the four teams on uh, the Euro 2020, on paper, it has been expected that Italy uh been destined as been as been destined as to be uh, the champions of Europe. But let's just see how, how things pans out when at uh, the battle against uh, Spain in the first uh, semi-final uh, match that will be played on uh, Tuesday, and also the second semi-final match against between uh, England and Denmark uh, will be actually will be played at, at the Wembley Stadium on Wednesday. So all the best to uh, all the best to all the teams as they head uh, to at the semi-final. This is. Where we draw the curtain for a spot orbit, right here on today's show that's been a great time having you listening to us and also it has been a great time having uh, the Leadership Sports Editor Sally Fussman uh, getting uh, know, to analyze and, and to put uh, justice to all our sports story right here. It's great to have you join us once again. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, uh, from me I want to say uh, thank you for staying with us. I'll see you on uh, the next edition of Sports Orbit.